Do you ever get the sense that you know what it's like to be on the other side of that, where you really struggle to follow along? Well, that's every supervisor meeting. <laughs> so you get <laughs> maxed out by people too? Yeah. Eddie talks to her scientist, Tom, about his experience working with numbers on this episode of My Significant Scientist. What's your name? My name's Tom. Tom Watson. I'm Eddie. How long have we been together? Almost nine years. Almost nine years. And how old are you, Tom? Uh, I'm 27. Almost 28. What do you do? I am currently finishing my PhD in mathematics. Yeah, what does finishing mean? Finishing means I am madly typing up a thesis, which is a terrible, terrible thing to do <laughs> to yourself. Why is typing a thesis a terrible thing to do? Oh, it's just, it's very difficult to know when to, when enough is enough. The, 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 these topics you could just... You could go on and on and on and on forever. And I want to submit it in five weeks. So I need to figure out when to stop. <laughs> five weeks is a pretty tight yes. deadline. Do yes. you think you're going to make it? It'll be close. It'll be close. I'm optimistic, let's say that. That's good. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so um, your PhD is in mathematics. What, what kind of maths do you do? Well, broadly speaking, it's dynamical systems, which basically, I mean, that's very broad. That is anything that moves or changes, which is almost anything. More specifically, if I want to go all the way to the other end and say exactly what it is, I'm looking at numerical methods utilising transfer operators to study dynamical systems. Well, I kind of know a little bit more about what you do because I've been living with that maths for three and a half years now. To explain it to someone who doesn't know, the way that I like uh, to talk about it the best is to talk about systems that go between being in one state and being in another state. Yeah, right? so this is one part of, part of my thesis. So... Uh, Generally speaking, you can think of studying dynamical systems in two ways. The prettiest example is just a fluid flow. You have your cup of tea and you stir it, and it's how the, the tea moves when you stir it. So there are two, two ways you can study these systems. You could either imagine that you're one tiny bit of tea moving around. So in your teacup, you'll trace out like a, a curve in three dimensions. And you can look at what happens to that, that curve. The other thing you could do is you could put in a bit of milk. So that bit of milk is a, a distribution of milk. And that milk will get stretched out and diffused through your tea in interesting patterns. And so that's like a, a statistical approach to dynamical systems. And that's where transfer operators comes in because you've got one mathematical object that tells you how your first thing, your one little bit of T, traces down a line, and another mathematical object which tells you how densities and probability distributions evolve, which is how your milk moves. In the first case, am I losing you? 
It's a little bit long. <laughs> bit long. <laughs> That's enough about maths. That's enough about, That's enough about maths. We don't need to know anymore about what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the thesis. Oh, i got to get these things in my head. <laughs> so do you feel like a mathematician yet? No. No. <laughs> do you think in five weeks when you've submitted your thesis you'll feel like a mathematician? I think I'll feel less of like a mathematician. <laughs> <laughs> so when do you think you'll ever feel like a mathematician? I don't think I'll ever feel like a mathematician. <laughs> Why won't you ever feel like a mathematician? Well, there's one thing about being at a university... Uh, you perpetually feel stupid because there are always people that know more and there are always things that you don't understand. I mean, I guess that's kind of the point, but it can get quite exhausting. So do you think being a mathematician is about understanding it all? When will you feel like a legit mathematician? I don't know. I, I, I gather that a mathematician really only feels like a mathematician in their retirement party. <laughs> when they have so many people telling them what a wonderful job they've done and that they can now stop doing it. Do you ever feel like a mathematician more at some times than other times? Mm. Like around non-maths people, for instance, does that make you feel like a mathematician? <laughs> it's kind of hard with maths because everyone wants to be better at maths, but everyone thinks maths is too hard for them. Uh, so no one actually wants to talk about maths with you. They just want to say how much they wish they were better at it and how hard they find it. I mean, you don't want to say it's not that hard because then you'll make them feel stupid. Yeah, you can't really talk about mathematics with many people for that reason. Do you get frustrated not being able to talk to me about mathematics? I get frustrated when you you put on this face that means I don't know I don't care. I don't understand. Change the topic, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's when I'm like, no, 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 just wait, I'm getting to the point. I'm getting, it'll all become clear soon when I tell you about the tea. <laughs> There's a bit of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which I think sums up trying to talk maths to someone. Do you remember it? It's the bit where they're in, the gang are at Milliways, the restaurant at the end of the universe, and they're all obscenely drunk. The Ford Prefect is trying to explain, I gather it's the Big Bang Theory to Arthur Dent. And he says, imagine this, in his drunk voice. Imagine this, you've got, you've got a bathtub, yeah? You've got a, a conical bathtub, right? So it's like a big cone with a plug at the bottom, and, and it's filled with sand. And then you pull out the plug, and the sand, it swirls down into, into the plug. But, but here's the kicker, here's the kicker. You now run that in reverse and the bathtub fills up with sand. Now the point of the joke with this is that it makes no sense and he's just drunk and all Arthur Dent can do is nod along. And I'm sure it makes perfect sense to Ford Prefect, but it makes zero sense to everyone else. And this is what it feels like trying to explain <laughs> maths to someone. And they just nod along. <laughs> do you ever get the sense that you know what it's like to be on the other side of that? To have something explained to you where you feel, where you really struggle to follow along? Well, that's every supervisor meeting. <laughs> so you get maxed out by people too? Yeah. It sometimes feels like people are trying to verbally explain a diagram 
and yeah. I'm trying to picture what that diagram looks like, but often the diagram can't exist on a 2D piece of paper. You know yeah, what I mean? I, th- I think that's right. It's kind of like trying to give someone directions when they have no idea of any local landmarks or a map. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily that I get that tuned out look because I feel stupid. It's it's because I have trouble putting that information into a context. That makes sense. Do you think there's something inherently diff- different about maths? I think of the sciences, it's probably the one that's most poorly taught in high school. Like, its its main message in high school is furthest from what it should be compared to the other sciences. But, like, in your high school science class, and you go, mm. biology is the study of living things, and you repeat after the teacher. Yeah. And you remember, like, physics. I'd say, oh, it's energy and matter. They never bothered to explain what energy or matter were. <laughs> Just, you had to write down on the test, physics is the study of energy and matter. You had psychology, it's the human mind, blah, 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 blah. But did they ever tell you what maths was? Like, it's only until second or third year university does anyone bother to actually tell you that maths is more of a way of arguing than just about calculating the interest on your compound interest loan. (laughs) And so people who would really enjoy the kind of puzzle aspect of, of proving things and arguing get disillusioned in high school when all they're doing is finding stationary points compound interest so I think it's got it's got a difficulty in that maths is ruined for most people in high school before they can even figure out what it is that's enjoyable about it mm-hmm. do you have your own working definition for what maths is um, that's right that's, I think I said it it's a type of argument the things that you're arguing aren't necessarily you know what you'd see on the floors of parliament but you get to just sort of run away with your imagination as to saying what leads to what, which leads to what, which leads to what. All of maths should be, here are some things that I take to be true, what are the rest? Mm. And you work with high school kids, with talented high school kids. I do. Teaching them some kind of, or working with them to do some advanced maths problems after school. Do you ever go into this kind of stuff with them, the more philosophical side of what maths is trying to do and what it's about? Uh, They probably don't realise it, but that is my whole goal of it. I tell the the people who help me out that they don't actually have to know how to do the problems at all. The only line they need is, why is that? So if a student says... Is this the right answer? You say, I don't know, is it? And you this get is a, your advice to the facilitators? The, yeah, the facilitators, sorry. So a student comes up to you and says, I've done this problem and I got this answer. Is it correct? Because this is what high school students think maths is. You do the problem, you get the answer, and that's it. And all you have to say back to them is, I don't know, is it? Tell me, tell me why. Well, at least I hope that this is teaching the, the, the kids that I don't give a shit what the answer is. Tell me how you got there. It sounds good, it sounds good. And can you see a, a change in the students over time? Well, yeah. So part of part of what we do as well, so we have a, a worksheet that we work through for an hour and then the last half hour of the afternoon 
we get the students to present some of their solutions on the board. And you'll notice at the, the start of the term, it'll be very quiet. Student gets up there, they do their solution, everyone's either paying attention or not, and then the student sits down. Four or five weeks later, if someone's got a problem with the solution, they're yelling it out and telling them where they went wrong. And then another kid pipes up and says, how were they wrong? And we get this full class argument and it looks more like English or drama. And really they're solving a geometry problem, which is nice to see. Do you enjoy that work? Very much. What do you get out of it? Probably mostly ego. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do write the problem, so generally I know how to go about the solution. And they all think I'm a genius, which is nice. <laughs> so do you think that studying maths changes the way that you see the world? Are you like John Nash in A Beautiful Mind? Do you mm -hmm. walk around and see patterns and draw them on whiteboards in your mind? And <laughs> do you see numbers everywhere you look? How, how do you think maths influences the way you see the world? Definitely, definitely not Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind. I'd hesitate to say John Nash because I think that was hammed up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> like any profession, no doubt, like, what's the saying? If all you've got is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. I'm pretty sure that that's going to happen to anyone in any profession. Maybe I spend too long in the shower because I get a problem in my head that just keeps going and going and going and I forget <laughs> where I am. You do spend too long in the shower. <laughs> yeah, I think no more than any other profession. You don't gain some magical insight into the structure of the universe just because you can do a couple of difficult integrals. <laughs> Does being a mathematician or a researcher change the way you see me? No. No. Maybe I see you more often. <laughs> yep, that's probably true. <laughs> I'm Eddie. I'm Tom. See ya. Thanks to Eddie and Tom for sharing their conversation from July 2014 in Canberra, Australia. Follow My Significant Scientist on Facebook or Twitter to stay updated about when you can listen to more conversations between scientists and the people who know them.